Awesome. Great. Wie geniet so ver Ephesians? Ons is bezig met Ephesians. Wie geniet dit? Het is, is nogal goed om te kou. En uh, die puzzle raak net al hoe beter en al hoe groter en, en wat, die, wat die Heere bezig is om in mekaar in te sit en, en in mekaar in te bou, is het ons redelijk stadig dier, dier Ephesians werk. En um, ja, ons het, een, ons het een belangrike segment daarvan vandag. Belangrike ding waar by ons moet uitkom. Um, en ek moet eerlijk waar sê, ek bereil heel week so stelselmatig voor en lees het dier, het is letterlijk net 10 verse, maar uh, ek, ek het eerst gister, eerst gister aand rarig, het ek rarig die openbaring gekry daarvan, maar ek het nou al soos in verskillende vertalings deurgewerk het, in verskillende goeders deurgewerk het, en so, het ek heel tyd gesoek, jyre, jyre, wat is die ding, wat is die main thrust achter, achter hierdie stikkie, what is the main thrust of the, of the um, behind what you want to say, what you want to tell us, en, uh, ek, ek denk is een baie belangrike, baie belangrike ding, wat ons vandag moet, moet in ons harte insit, in ons harte moet dra, um, so hier is die vraag, waarmee ek wil afskop. Who of you has ever had prejudice in his heart against another believer because he's different? Because he thinks differently? Ephesians 2. Because he thinks differently Maybe even because he believes differently, because he interprets differently. Weet al ooit in sy hart een ding gedraad tegen oor iemand? Nee? Nee? Count me in. En uh, hierdie ding is nie niet nie. <laughs> dit, dit, dit was al toe. Daar was, was hierdie verskrikkelijke dynamic in die kerk gewees want daar was die jode wat, wat Jesus aangeneem het, wat in God gegloe het, en dan, dan was daar die mense wat, nog, wat niks geweet het van hierin, die Gentiles, wat Jesus aangeneem het. En tussen die twee was daar prejudice, daar was afzijdigheid, tussen hier die twee groepen. Want al het die jode vir Jesus aangeneem, het hulle nog steeds gevoel, dat hulle moet sekere goeders doen. Hulle moet sekere goed volg. Hulle moet nog steeds eie wees aan hulle joodse kultuur. En die mense wat nie jode was nie, die, die pagans, of die Gentiles, het gegloe, maar ons hoef nie die goed te doen nie, ons is, ons is vrygemaak dier Jesus. En hier is die ding, is dat al twee van die groepe, het geestelike hoogmoed gehad. Al twee van hierdie groepe het op een manier neergekyk op die ander groep, omdat dit wat ek geloo is recht. Dit wat ek geloo is hoe dit moet wees, en daarom maak jy nie rarig die kat in my boekie nie. En ons doen dit vandag nog. Nee? So Paulus beklei bykie vandag, teen hierdie ding. 
teen geestelike hoogmoed, teen, teen prejudice, op grond van dit, van waaraf jy kom, op grond van jou verlede, en op grond van dit waarom jy denk jy gaan, of hoe jy daar gaan kom. So kom ons, kom ons lees, ga hier so dier. Ephesians 2, vers 11 tot 22, sê don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews, who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected their bodies and not their hearts. In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel. And you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. You were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to Him through the blood of Christ. Uh, Through the blood of Christ. For Christ Himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of the law with its commandments and its regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross and a hostility toward each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together we are His house, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus Himself. We are carefully joined together in Him, becoming a holy temple of the Lord. Through Him you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by His Spirit. So kom eens kijk. Kom ons breek hier een op. Kom ons dink bykie. Wat sê Paulus hier? Waarvan praat hy? Want ek dink as mense dit net so deerlees, dan, ek weet nie, ek moes dit een paar keer deerlees, voor ek rarig ietsie kry wat, wat my grijp. En ek, ek hou daarvan om, om, om te lees, tot ek iets kry wat my grijp. Tot iets my, tot ek een openbaring of een, of een revelation kry. So kom ons kyk, hy sê, don't forget, dat moet ek weer vir die vers wees, kom ons gaan dan. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. Eerste ding wat Paulus hier sê, moet nie vergeet waar jy vandaan kom nie. Moet nie vergeet waar jy was voor Jesus Christus jou gered het. Moe nie jou verlede vergeet nie. Maar daar is nou een groot verskil, en kyk wat ek hier moet inbring, is dat ons moet ondou met die wete van wie ons nou is. You have to remember where you were 
alongside with the knowledge and the revelation of where you are right now. Because the enemy also wants to remind you where you've been. Ne? Hoeveel keer wil jij al iets goed doen vir die Heere? Hoeveel keer wil jij al iets doen wat van betekenis is vir die Koninkrijk van God? You're planning to do something for God or God's calling you to do something for Him. And then the enemy comes and he whispers in your ear what your past looked like. And then you want to disqualify yourself from the way of God. You want to disqualify yourself from being an instrument in the hands of God. So there's this balance where you have to remember where we come from so that there will be no pride in our hearts. But we have to be secure in who we are so that we will be bold in the hands of Christ. They say, don't forget where you come from. And don't prate van die jode, I say, you were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of circumcision. And he's my first hint of spiritual um, uh, pride. Spiritual pride come in wanneer ons focus op die dinge van daar buiten, op die tekens, op dit wat ek doen, op dit wat ek recht kry, op dit wat ek kan wees, oor my prestaties, oor wie ek is, of wat ek doen nie, en ek wie ek is nie, bedoel ek. Spiritual pride comes in when we start measuring what you do and what you do, or how you get there, or how I get there, and my way is better than your way. So he shows them, that there's a spiritual pride. But it wasn't only on the Jew side. It was also on the Gentile side. Just as the Jews prided themselves in, uh, in their circumcision, so the Gentiles prided themselves in their uncircumcision. And it's like they were like going to the Jews, Wee, like a pela, ek hoef nie, dat nie, is nie, om deel te wees nie. Nee? But it's ook spiritual pride. Alright? Verse 12 says, In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship. Now, in the vertalings, gebruik citizenship, gebruik hulle die woord commonwealth. You were excluded, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. And it is eindelijk so mooi woord, commonwealth is so groot woord, want dit beteken to live and roam freely, to be without restriction, so if I invite somebody into my home with the heart and intendency of commonwealth, I give him freezer rights. I invite him into my home and say, Mark of it jou huis is. Gebruik jy ijskaas, gebruik dit, dit is ons huis, mi casa, su casa. Nee? This commonwealth. There's no separation between us. What I want for myself, I want for you. So he says that because of this division, that there was no citizenship, you were excluded from the commonwealth among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. Without hope. Had you all yourself found in a hopeless situation? 
Have you ever found yourself in a place where you feel, I don't know where to go? When there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you going to call? <laughs> who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Luister gauw wat sê David in Psalm 9, hy sê, Your loyal followers trust in you. For you, Lord, do not abandon those who seek your help. In Psalm 6 en 62 sê hy, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O oh, my people, trust in Him at all times. Pour out your heart to Him, for God is our refuge. Weet you what's beautiful for me? I can Rudolf het glat nie gepraat oor, oor, wat ons, oor wat ons oor gaan preek nie. En al die goed wat, wat hy gebring het vandag, gegaan oor God's strength, and how He is our rock, He is our refuge. I will trust in Him. So jylle kan weet, hierdie boodskap is van die af. Want it's confirmed. Selfs die versie wat aan die ander gesteer is, it's confirmed. Alright, dit is my amazing hoe die Heere dink. Waar is jou hoop? In who is your hope? In what is your hope? Selfs die versie wat ek gelees het van Jeremia 17. Wat ek nie gelees het, is die stuk wat voor het gaan Daai stuk is baie mooi, hy sê, Bless this man who puts his trust in the Lord, he will be like a tree planted by the river, he will bear fruit in all seasons, he will not be withered by the drought. Net voor dit, sê dit, Cursed is he who puts his trust in the arm of man. He will be like a dry shrub, wat dier die wind rondgebaai word. Hy sal nie vruchte dra nie. Who do we put our trust in? Who do you call? Where do you go to make plans for the future? Had you all on gedink if Jesus was not true, if God was not true, if there was no God, I can Lillian say baie keer vir mekaar, yes, man, selfs oor die hevelik, en oor ouwerskap, en oor net die dinge wat gebeur in mensese levens, if we did not have God to trust on and rely on, where would we be? Kan jy jouself indink die hoopeloosheid, despair, waarin jy sal wees, as jy nie vir God gehad het nie? Huh? Ek kan het nie indink amper nie. Ek kan nie indink om op die plek van totale hoopeloosheid en despair te wees, as ek nie een Heere gehad het om na, na toe uit te roep nie. En hy sê, voordat jylle vir Christus gehad het, you were without God and without hope. This is a terrible plek om te wees. Ek krijg gestrand hierdie bykie van een openbaring. See, if you put your trust and your hope in man, in the arm of man, selfs in jyself, in jou eie planiekies, in jou eie weisheid, in jou eie krachte, then your hope is finite. 
is limited. Because it can only go as far as a human can possibly help you. If you put your trust in God, your hope is infinite. To put your trust in God transcends what you are hoping for from the limit of this world and the dimensions of this world in dit wat hier die wereld jou kan bied, transcend dit in die eeuwigheid in. Dit wat God jou kan gee in die eeuwigheid. En daarom die wat hoop het in God, het selfs hoop in die dood. Het selfs hoop wanneer dit uitloop op die dood. Want dan hoop jy en jy weet dat hierdie is nie die einde nie. Anja had hierdie week gepost op Facebook, sit sy weer een foto van, van Louis op. Sy sê, ek kan nie wacht tot ek jou weer ontmoet nie. Ek kan nie wacht tot ek jou weer sien in die hemel nie. Daar is een hoop in haar hart, wat maak dat sy nie in totale, totale hoopeloosheid en despair is nie. Dis lewe. When you hope in the Lord, you will always have life. Nee? Romeine 5 vers 5 sê, hope, hope in Christus, the only hope, does not disappoint. Aan die vertaling sê, does not lead to shame. Because, the love of God, has been poured into our hearts, through the Holy Spirit. Hierin anker ons ons hoop, is God loves you, he loves you like a father. Dit is vandag vadersdag. En as al een ding is wat ek bid vir elkeen van ons, is that the love of God will be poured out into our hearts. That we will know without a doubt, He is our Father. He loves us like a father loves his children. Ek weet, daar is niks wat my pa nie vir my sal doen. Ek weet het. Dit is een ding wat vastgemaakt is in my. En net so roep die heilige gees uit in ons. Nee, ons het dit laatste, ek denk ek al versie gedoen. He cries out. The Holy Spirit reveals to us and we are able to cry out, Abba, Father. He is our Father. Nee? Kom ons gaan aan vers 13. But now, this is all, is all. But now, ons was hoopeloos. Ons het die rede gehad vir hoop nie. Nee? There was no reason, ek wens ons kon, actually, ja, ek denk as ons vir een oomlik, een openbaring in ons hart moes kry, van hoe dit moet voel, wanneer ons jyltemal sonder God is. Oh my goodness. Weet jylle wat Jesus moes daai voel? Hy moes uitroep op die kruis. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Hy moes dit beleef vir ons, so dat ons dit nie hoef te beleef nie. Ek weet nie, of die hel, fire and brimstone and weeping and gnashing of teeth 
en, en al die goeders, dit wat die woord sê. Ek weet nie of jy brand vir ewig nie, maar wat ek weet, is jy sonder die teenwoordigheid van God. En dit is dood. Dit is hel. Dit is die donkerste, donkerste despair wat jy in jou leven aan kan denk, en daar is nie een einde aan dit nie. Daar is nie een uitroep na God, en sê, Heere, waar is jy? En hy kom, en hy kom, red jou nie. To be without God. To be separated from Him. Dis hel. But now, He's a beautiful, beautiful belofte. He's a beautiful waarheid. But now you have been united with Jesus Christ. You have been united. Ingemaak. Can never be separated again. You have been united with Jesus Christ. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to Him through the blood of Christ. En hier is die sleetel en die kruks van die hele ding wat vech en die antwoord is van spiritual pride. Why are we near to God? Why did we come near to God? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ and nothing else. What united us with God? What reconciled us to our Father? The blood of Jesus Christ and nothing else. Coming to God is Jesus plus nothing. It's not Jesus plus a biki van my dit. It's accepting, receiving the fullness of the truth that it is only through the blood of Christ. Ne? We can never come to God based on merit. We can never expect the closeness of God based on merit. We can never enter His presence based on merit. Because what the blood of Jesus has given us is favor, unmerited favor with God. That is what grace means. Grace is unmerited favor, onverdiende gins. So as ek probeer, if I try to merit being close to God, I'm going on my own power. I'm going on my own work. If I go to God because of the blood of Christ, if I go to God because I have been cleaned, I have been made free, because He has freed me from my sins, He has made me holy and blameless beyond, and beyond reproach in the sight of God. If I go to Him based on that, I will receive Him. And He will receive me. En net mooi daar, verloor ons enige verskoning, enige rede, om vir iemand anders te sê, of te weis, of te dink, that I deserve to be in God's presence and you don't. I deserve to be close to God and you don't. 
Because it's by the blood of Christ that we have been brought near. Die saladeer is oop vir allemaal. Die voorrangsel van die kerk, van die, van die allerheiligste, wat die teenwoordigheid van God gescheid van die mensdom, is vir allemaal oopgeskeer. The question is, who will go in and who will not? The question is, who will boldly go before the throne of grace and who will not? Solank as wat die vijand ons kan oortuig, that there is merit involved in the way God sees you, He can manipulate you. That is the power of sin. The reason for sin is separation from God. The reason the enemy wants you to sin is to defile your conscience om jou, 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 jou wat is conscience of your gewete feil te maak. So dat jy voel, jy kan nie voor God gaan nie. If you lose that, then sin has no more power over you. If you really start believing that I come before the Father because of what Jesus Christ has done, I am free. I'm included in the commonwealth. I can move freely and live freely before God. I don't have to be circumcised. I don't have to keep certain days. I don't have to do all those kind of stuff. I come freely before God. Then when you are in His presence, the beautiful happens, beautiful thing happens, is that the sin, I can't go out, I can't now read, that sin falls off, the desire for sin falls off. That is how you get sanctified. That, ha- that is how you get made holy. That is how you start living a holy life is coming into the presence of God with boldness and without any restriction, knowing that He loves me for who I am. And the more I know how He loves me, the more I know that He accepts me for who I am, I start living a life that wants to please Him. I start living a life that wants to reflect who He is. So sin is not an issue. Verstaan jylle, hoor jylle wat ek sê, is dat die een wat vrylik in Godse teenwoordigheid gaan, gaan op die plek kom waar hy nie meer wil doen wat sy vlees vir hom sê nie. Now it's not fighting against the flesh anymore. It's Romans 6 that says that the power of sin has lost its power. Sin has lost its power. It has no more rule over you. That's beautiful. That's powerful. That is just, ek wens ek kon het beter uitdruk. Vers 14 sê, For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people. When in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He brought peace. The Prince of Peace. He brought peace. Yes. 
Absolutely. Onthoud daar, He is our self, dit ons gaan nou nou uitkom by die ding. He is our self, our peace. Nee, our bond and our unity. He is our bond and our unity. Onthoud gaan daar, want ons gaan nou nou by een baie mooi prentje uitkom by dit, by dit, by dit verduidelik. Twee, eerstens, het Christus vrede gebring tussen ons en tussen God. Nee? Want die woord sê baie duidelik, we were his enemies. While we were yet his enemies, God loved us, he showed his love to us, in that he gave his son for us. Nee? Romeine uh, 5 vers 1 en 2 sê, Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained access into the grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. Father of in 5 verse 10 say, For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, how much more, since we have been reconciled, will we be saved by His life? There is no enmity. There is geen vijandskap. It is in God and you. There is no thought he has toward you that is in any form negative. Psalm 139, I love that Psalm. How precious are your thoughts toward me, O Lord? They are more than the sand on the seashore. Gaan bykie uit die zoom, man vergeet van die sand, tal nie die klippe wat die buiten leen hoe lang gaan jy wat om al die klippe te tel? Dit is nie een sandkorrelkies nie. Gaan staan nie so, en dan kyk jy na die klippe, en dan denk jy, elke een van die klippe verteenwoordig, een goeie gedachte wat God oor my het. Huh? He loves you. His thoughts toward you are beautiful. You are wonderful and beautiful and acceptable in His heart. Colossians 1 vers 19-20 sê, For God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in the Son, and through Him to reconcile all things to Himself, by making peace through the blood of His cross, through Him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. So God het vrede gemaakt, tussen ons, dier Jesus Christus. Geen ander manier nie. Tweedens, het hy vrede gemaakt tussen ons, met mekaar. Ek rui na die dag vir baie oom, dink hy het gestap langs die pad. En ek waai vir hom vriendelik en goed. En hy kap my ignore. En uh, ek begin, ek krij die gedachte by myself. Sê, hoe, hoe kom het ons vriendelik wees met allemaal? Why, why, be, why be good to all people? En die heren drap in my, hy sê, want, allemaal van julle is my kinders. We are bound together, because we are God's creation. En as ons in Christus is, dan is ons nog sterker saamgebind. 
We are bound together by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are bound together by the love of God. Selfde liefde, wat God vir my het, moet ek hee vir jou. Ons het nou gepraat van unmerited favor. That I've, I've, I can have access to the heart of God through unmerited favor, grace. We must have the same grace for each other. Moet mense jou gins verdien? Moet mense eerst met jou goed wees, voor jy met hulle goed is? Moet mense eerst vir jou liefde wees, voordat jy vir hulle liefde wees? Voor ek, met, voor ek kappels trouw, dan werk ek hierdie ding baie, baie, baie degelijk met hulle deur. You marry someone, you go into eternal covenant with someone, because you decide in your heart that you will pour the love of God out on that person. That's the one person in the world, above all else, wat die voorrecht gaan hee, om die liefde van God te kan beleef dier jou, soos niemand, soos dier niemand anders nie. And that love is unmerited, and undeserved. Onvoorwaardelik. If anyone is in Christ, God loves him the same way he loves his son. Staan in 1 Johannes, denk ek. Dit is hoekom Jesus baie ernstig, 1 Johannes sê, hoe kan jy sê, jy het Christus lief, as jy nie jou broer lief het nie? If you say you love Christ, and you do not love your brother, you are a liar, sê hy. Oef. Nee? So Christus het die probleem bykie op, kom, kom oploos. He created a new people. A new breed of people. That is the, dit was die plan but the foreshadow of Israel is a new breed of people. A people living in the ways of God. A people reflecting the ways of God. But they did not have the Spirit of God. They, did, they were not cleansed with the blood of Jesus Christ. They, they, they were not, they, their sinful nature was not yet cut away like ours. Therefore God had to give them all kinds of rules and regulations. But the idea was a new breed of people. En dit is ook om oorals waar hulle gegaan het, Joshua, as hulle in een plek in gegaan het, as hulle dorp ingeneem het, destroy everything. Destroy the pagans. Because I don't want their ways to become your ways. En vrachtig waar hulle doen het nie. Hulle trouw met hulle. En voor ons weet, begin hulle ook afgoede aan bid en al die type van goed. En raak die hele story weer vuil story. That's the history of man. But now, the blood of Jesus Christ came and He made us a new people, a new breed.
and we may see things differently, we may look at things differently, ons kan verskillend dinge interpreteer, but we are bound by the love of Jesus Christ. We are bound by the Spirit, the same Spirit of Christ. Kom ons lees hier aan, hy sê, he did this, vers 15, he did this by ending the system of the law. Hoekom is dit nodig? Why was it necessary for the system of the law to be, to be annulled? He did this by ending the system of the law with its commandments and its regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two groups. Dis nodig gewees vir die system van die wet om in nulf te raak, om sy kracht te verloor. Want het is juist dit wat strots gebring het in mensens harde. Dis weer eens juist die ding, wat sê, ek krij dit recht, om al die wette te onderhoud, ek krij dit recht om alles recht te doen, ek krij dit recht om so en so en so te leef, ek krij dit recht om naast te wees, en jy krij dit nie recht om naast te wees nie, daarom is ek een goeie christen, en jy is een slechte christen. Ons daar baie, baie keer aan verwees, ons daar nou praat iemand my, sê, jy daar jou is een goeie kerk mens. Nee? Waarop meet mens dit? Groot christen. Oh my goodness, ja. Daar jou is een groot christen. Daar is nie groot christen en kleine christen nie. Daar is kinders van God. En God sy oor is die ou wat alles doen. En die ou wat niks doen nie, die selfde. Jesus vind alle een gelijkenis van dit van die ouwe wat die werk is gaan vat. En die ouwens wat hy onderhandel met die ouwens een prijs wat vroeg die ochend begin. En aan die einde van die dag gaan gehaal hy vir hom nog werk is, en hy geef hy die selle geld. En dan klaar die mens wat vroeg begin het. En hy sê, is dit nie my recht en my voordeel om te besluit wie gee ek vir wat nie, of wat gee ek vir wie nie. God has no favorites. You are his son and you are his daughter. And he loves you the same way he loves Jesus Christ, his son. Not based on anything you do. Not based on what you get right and what you don't get right. And if we are a one people, Kevin, stag op. Kom nie. Where do you come from? I come from Kenya. Kenya. Yeah. You do things way differently than we do things. Totally differently. Completely. Extremely. Ne? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. You see things differently. You see it, marriage. Yeah. Everything is different. Yeah, very Nee? When I met this guy, immediately I loved him like a brother. Why? Because the love of God is in both of us. Because I recognize in him that he's a son of God. And I'm a son of God. And therefore we are the same. 
There's no difference. Hy gaan nie kom preek. Hy het een gehad in theologie. Hy weet wat hy sê. Hy ken sy story. <laughs> Thank you. Nee? We are one breed. We are one people. There's no difference. Ek wens ons kan hierdie ding in ons harte kry. There's not looking differently at different people. Yes, jylle, ek kry, my hart kry rarig seer, as ek nog hoor hoe mense ander name geef as swart mense. Yes, dit maak my baie seer. We are one people. We are united in Christ. And he did this by taking away every reason we have to look differently at people. Making us one with him. Verse 17. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. By the blood, by the Spirit. Hebrews 10, verse And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By His death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy holy place. Ons het hier gepraat. And through the Holy Spirit. Romeine 8 vers 15 en 16 sê, So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. I'm a child of God just as much as anyone else who believes in Christ is a child of God. For the same reason, because of the blood of Christ. Not because I deserved it. Not because I did anything better. Because of what Christ has done. He's die first. And you received God's Spirit when He adopted you as His own children. Now we call Him Abba Father. For His Spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And this is what I just illustrated with Kevin. You know the children of God. You can in a place and stop and you can iemand ontmoet. And your spirit confirms immediately that that spirit is from God. And also the opposite. A new breed he has given us. Soos wat die Israelite tekens gehad het. Hulle het circumcision gehad as een teken. En die, die probleem is dat hulle nou nog op die teken staat maak. 
Dit is die probleem nie gewees. Hulle hebben gehad het, dat as jy wil inclusive wees, dan moet jy ook. En Paulus raak baie kwaad, hy sê, ek wens hulle wil hulle self sonder in naaieleid. Maar die new breed het ook een teken. En dis liefde. Nee? By this, they will know that you are my disciples. And that you love one another. Love and unmerited favor toward each other. This ons teken. That is how we must love each other. Dit is hoe ons met mekaar moet relate. Nee? <clears throat> so now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together, we are His house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus Himself. Can I comment on the foundation of the apostles and prophets? Number one, the commentary says, and I stem some, is that the prophets verwijzen naar the prophets van van die oud testament die Mooses en, en die mense nie. Dit is nie die foundation waarop gebouw is nie. Die foundations is gebou op die apostels en die profete beteken die boodskap wat hulle gegeet en dit is die gospel. The foundations we build on and the foundations by the grace of God that this church will build on is the gospel. Is what Christ has done. Nothing else. En ek vraag ouwens, ek vraag ons as Kevin, en ek vraag ouwens as André, en ek vraag, that if I move away from the foundation of the gospel, kom tik my oor die vingers, kom wees vir my. As jy voel ek beweeg weg van die gospel af, kom wees het vir my die woord uit, my nie jou opinie kom bring nie. Kom wees het vir my die woord uit. And we'll correct it. Ek is baie, baie ernstig hier oor that we will always and only build on the foundation of the gospel, what Christ has done, the finished work of Christ, nothing else. Ne? Ek het nou wacht vir my mond gesit. <coughs> the foundation is our new way of life. In Christ Jesus. And then say, we are carefully joined together in Him. And I first what Lerenet Gilea said, where he amplified it said. We are carefully joined together in Him. Because we are united with Him. And we are united with each other. Now here's the prankie what I cry. As ons a huisbouw, en ons besluit, ons gaan nie, ons gaan hierdie keer gaan ons, gaan nie cement mix, en die stene met cement aan mekaar sit, nie, ons gaan nie die stene op mekaar sit, nie, hoe lang gaan die ding staan? Nee, oos weer, die huisplaat. Maar cement het amazing, so leer my broer vir my, uh, eigenskap, dat het groei, dat het lewe, 
dit word sterker. En as ek het reg het, dan hou dit nooit op sterker word nie. Iemand vertelt my na die dag, hulle ou huis moes, moes demolish. En hulle het verskrikkelijk gesikkel. Want die cement het al so geband met die stene, dat het letterlijk een entiteit word, het word een meer. Jesus Christus is die cement wat ons as die stene aan mekaar vastbind. In him we are joined together. We say that he is our unity. In him we are joined together. Dit is, dit is ons common denominator. in hom. Ons is net dier hom gebind. En wanneer ons dier hom gebind word en niks anders nie, dan kan hy ons opbouw om een tempel te wees van sy teenwoordigheid. Om een plek te wees waar sy teenwoordigheid opbereid en waar hy opbereid soos wat hy wil. Toe ons nou net die voortuit gebid het, ons Claudie en ek dink um, jy ook, Rudolf, gebid vir unity. Nee, het was Charnay. Gebid vir unity. Dat ons unity sal hee. In Christ. My as, mag ons, my as, <laughs> sjoe, my we, be built together in Christ on the foundation of the truth of the gospel, so that we can grow strong, and so that sy teenwoordigheid kan kom, so that he can live freely, in us and through us. Mag sy lichaam sterk word, mag sy kerk sterk word, die hele thema heel tyd hier is gezonde kerk, healthy church, in unity in Christ, vir ons om healthy te wees, moet ons wegbeweeg van die prejudices in ons hart. Ons moet afstand doen van dit. En toe ek nou voorbereid vir oogend, toe voel ek dat dit is wat ons moet doen. Ek gaan die geleentheid geef vir jou, om op te staan in repentance, vir prejudice. om op te staan in repentance, vir prejudice in jou hart. Spiritual pride. Dat jy jouself dalk hoor, ach, is iemand anders, omdat jy dalk meer weet, of anders weet. Of omdat jy een ander geskiedenis het, as iemand anders. Maar ook algemene prejudice, teenwoord mense, wat nie soos jy is, en soos jy dink nie. En weet jy waar het kan, Dit kan mense wees in jou golfklap, dit kan mense wees in jou, in jou huis. Ek kan trots het teenwoord my vrou, en haar as minder sien, omdat ek denk ek weet meer, of beter, of wat ek al. That is not the heart of God. Die ander kenmerk van 
fun, the new breed is a crucified life. Well, Jesus Paulus can say, it's no longer I who live. As you have black is where it's no longer you who live, then there's only prejudice in your heart. And prejudice is next unless it's pride. So, uh, Acts Don, stand so at me. Come repent from prejudice. Come repent from, you know. Thank you, Lord. Ach, Heilige Geest, kom in dier grond as. Dier grond ons harte, Heer. Search our hearts. And reveal to us, Lord, every form of prejudice. Elke vorm van afgunstigheid in ons harte, Heer. En breek dit los van ons. Jesus Christus, dankie vir die bloed, wat ons vry maak, Heer, van hier die dinge. En ek vraag dat jy nou sal kom, Heere Jesus, en dat jy ons harte sal vry maak van elke vorm van afgunstigheid teenoor enige persoon of enige mens. Dat ons sal lief hee, soos wat jy lief het. Dat ons sal gins gee, soos wat jy gins gee. Dat ons nie sal judge op grond van menselike terme en perke en range en al dat type goed nie, Heere. That we will see people, and especially our brothers and sisters, every single one, bound by the blood and the love and the spirit of Jesus Christ. Father, we repent from this, and we turn away from it, Lord. And we ask you for the grace, ons vraag jy vir die kracht, om te lewe met een oop hart en een vry hart teenoor elke liewe persoon, so dat jy ons kan saambind en ons vir jy een woning en een plek kan wees waar jy vrylik kan beweeg. In die naam van Jezus Christus ons Heere. Amen.